Welcome back to Pancreas Pals, a podcast by diabetics for diabetics. I'm Emily, a writer and editor. And I'm Miriam, a licensed mental health counselor. We're just two women trying to live our best diabetic lives. While it might not always be easy due to the literal highs and lows, it always helps to have a Pancreas Pal to turn to. Hello and welcome to Pancreas Pals. I'm Emily. And I'm Miriam. We're We're just just two gals in our 20s 20s trying trying to live our best type 1 diabetic lives. Every week we tackle a new topic from the diabetic perspective. Although we offer tips, we are not medical professionals, but we also offer plenty of anecdotes and general thoughts about how to embrace the type 1 lifestyle on your own terms. It's not always easy to do through all the literal highs and lows, but it does help to have a pancreas pal to turn to. Hey guys, welcome to Pancreas Pals. Emily here. And Miriam. And welcome to season five, guys. We are literally the epitome of excited. We're so excited. And um, Miriam's the new co-host. And it's so nice having someone back in that co-host chair to uh, share share the responsibilities, share the lols, share the yes, and I'm afternoons with. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very excited to be here as a more permanent fixture. It always like makes my day when I get to record an episode. So lucky me, I get to record a lot more with Emily. And I'm excited and for the season. To be your friend. <laughs> Not forced, <laughs> but I'm excited. I'm excited for all of the guests that we'll have on in this season and beyond and all the fun things we can talk about together. And I'm just very excited that you're keeping me permanently. Oh my God. I would would never wish for anything else other than maybe that you were sitting right next to me. Um, spoiler <laughs> alert, guys, we're doing this not next to each other. I just realized there's no way you would have known that people out there. They really wouldn't <laughs> have. I mean, but LOL, to be fair, we were planning to sit next to each other, but the weather is atrocious outside and I said I'd rather be in my bed. Uh, so we all feel here that. we and are. I, you know, we feel that on a biblical level, really. So guys, <laughs> welcome to season five. So much has Woo-hoo! happened. Um, I, I, I do want to take a second to before we get hyped and all excited and all the happiness to say a little something for our old co-host Christy that we miss you and we're thinking of you and we're so excited to have you listening um and that we're always here for you and yeah okay moving on um back to (laughs) back to us I guess lol I'm I'm okay everything's fine guys I'm just so excited so Miriam got married that's a huge thing that happened and that's like mostly what I wanted to talk about um and it's like a whole episode in itself. She not only did she look amazing in her Haley Page gown, which you better believe I'm going to feature on the bridal website because you looked amazing. But Miriam had Thank a you. pocket, special pocket sewn in for her insulin pump. She is just the key. I mean, there's just too many things for It's not my <laughs> wedding. I don't know why I'm pretending like I'm like, why am I leaving this? Miriam, tell us. No, it was awesome. And Emily was at my wedding, so it was funny. Anytime something, like, semi-diabetic related happens during the wedding weekend, I'd look at her and be like, this is great Pancreas Palace content. <laughs> Just because I guess that's who we are now is we're, you know, Instagram influencers. Was, but I'm dead. Um, Your dad actually said something to me. He was like, Miriam just told me that she's going to be the new co-host, and we're so excited for her. But I wish that she had told me, like, two months ago when I was writing my speech for the wedding and he was like now I need to find a way to work it in and I was like you really don't Dr. Brand everything's fine <laughs> but shout out to Dr. My Brand. My dad is 
Yes, I'm sure he'll be listening to this episode. So love you, Dad. Um, I love you. But no, it was a very, it was a fun weekend. It was really wonderful to have my pal there. She's actually the only, now that I think about it, you were the only other type 1 diabetic at the wedding. Statistically um, speaking, I guess that's not that crazy. But like the that's lives That's not that we crazy. Lead, but I do, yeah. yeah, I do know a lot of diabetics. And you're the one I just chose to have. Oh my God, I'm soft sobbing. By my side. Yeah. So it was very special having Emily there. And I guess... I don't know how you want to get into this. I guess you can just it's like go chronologically. Yeah, because let's start with um, how you were feeling emotionally about your diabetes heading into the weekend because um, that it's mm-hmm. like such a high stress. I mean, I feel like I know so much about, as a single lady. I know way too much about weddings and I blame this on my day job. But for those who don't know, I'm an editor at a bridal magazine, LOL. But the amount of stress that goes into planning and actually partaking in a wedding, especially if you are the one getting married, can skyrocket Mm -hmm. your shugs and it can just wreak havoc on your body. So let's start with that. Yes. So in the wedding planning process. So, yes, it is a wedding planning is like its own special type of hell. And I love this stuff I used to love weddings like I just like planning I like picking things out I thought I would love the process and in reality it was completely overwhelming and stressful which is kind of the experience I've heard from all of my friends who are also engaged or recently married um it's not a fun process unless you're a specific type of person um so yes that's stress in and of itself and of course like I wanted to look good in my dress and I was looking to lose weight so like Though I was engaged for like 11 months, um, almost a year. Which, not to and in that process, just to give people a little knowledge, usually engagements range mm-hmm. between like a year and a year and a half is like the average time to plan a wedding. Um, so Miriam, even though she was only one month shy of a year, I commend you for the, her. This wedding was very on brand, if you will, which like, <laughs> yes, that was Miriam's old Pun last intended. name, but it was elegant elevated luxurious and in the middle of Atlanta and so I mean I arrived and I was already blown away at the location of the wedding and I was like holy hell how is she not crumpled over with stress because I can't imagine planning something like like that and but it's such a joke because like that's my job I'm not a planner but like I write about it you're very so I was like yikes before I even got there just the conversations I'd have with Miriam about wedding planning I was getting stressed out for you even though you handled it very well and there was n- I had no indication that you were stressed oh from God. the outside aside from you being like Em I'm stressed what am I doing like I was like <laughs> that is very kind of you Emily is like my own personal hype woman <laughs> like she's such a good cheerleader when I'm like what the fuck is going on? She's like, oh my God, you look amazing. This is right. This is wonderful. <laughs> so I appreciate you guys. so you much. See, but but I guess, you know, diabetes related and dealing with this stress. Um, I also started working with, I mean, I guess I can plug her because she's been a guest on the podcast, but I was started working with Lauren Bongiorno, the health coach, like actually like a two months before I was engaged. So I was like still working with her after I got engaged. So she was helping me just kind of like fine tune my diabetes management and kind of figured out how to exercise more effectively. So I was losing weight. And so things were going well during engagement diabetes wise, like my A1C was the lowest it had ever been like I was doing great. And then like a month before the wedding, the stress just becomes, at least for me, the stress became like, 
not unbearable because obviously I bore it and like dealt with it, but it just became like overwhelming. So diabetes was certainly the easiest thing to like push to the side. It's like, I know how to like keep myself conscious and like out of the hospital, but in terms of like my blood sugars roller coastering a bit, like I just, I was felt like I was doing the bare minimum to like keep myself trucking along. And at least for me personally, when I'm stressed, I don't really have an yeah, appetite. Um, so there, so I wasn't eating a lot. And so on those days, right. my blood sugar looked great. Cause I was like, there was no carb intake. It actually served as a good way to like, but test we're not my suggesting basils. that you starve yourself, um, but it to, certainly was uh, not test your basils and continue no, a good not at all. regimen. That <laughs> just a little, uh, <laughs> starting <laughs> That's season what five I was off to. Was like, This was not, Yikes. oh God, no, I was going to say this was not at all a healthy pattern and I was well aware of that this was not healthy the way I was like managing things and I would not suggest it to anyone but it also happens it at just the end of the day sometimes. like it happens and I think I had to kind of compartmentalize this and realize like ideally I will only be dealing with a wedding <laughs> once so I'll only be Stevens doing this once this is a special kind of stress <laughs> yeah this is a special kind of stress and um I just kind of dealt with it in some sense it's like I had so many other things on my mind that like worrying about diabetes actually wasn't a priority it just be kind of was on the bottom um but I guess leading into wedding weekends um I the stress was definitely you know increasing my blood sugar so I remember I guess I everything first started with the rehearsal dinner um, and Emily was there and I was just like floating at 200. Like I was yeah. correcting and correcting and correcting and my blood sugar would not budge. And I wasn't even really eating because I was so nervous. And especially at that point, like there's a million people there. I have to talk to everyone. I'm not eating. My blood sugar will not We've move. We've all had those kind of stubborn highs before. I mean, look, but especially when you're yeah. stressed because you have to remember to say hi to your great mm-hmm. aunt whatever and like run around it just it kind of builds up so it's totally understandable and I think your mindset of realizing that it was just for this however long okay Mm -hmm. just for this weekend it's okay if I'm in the 200s it's okay whatever regardless Mm -hmm. if that was your mindset or not I think that's okay what the problem is is where (laughs) it gets to be like we're not describing Miriam as having diabetes burnout I think they're very different things she's compartmentalizing the disease in terms of her greater scale of life this like, this was a very temporary like. No, totally I can't it. explain it unless p- listeners who have been married. But this like, think of it like wedding exams. planning. It's like you're hell. really it's, stressed it's, out it's, for like. Yeah, it's just like exams. such a weird. Yeah, exactly. So thing. we get to the rehearsal dinner. It's such Miriam's a weird floating thing. Floating at so, two hundred. We're uh, posting on Instagram. Her checking her shugs. Uh, head to our Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was doing everything right. And I actually was very nervous because I, again, I had no appetite, um, but like everyone was kind of forcing me like, you I need to eat, you need eat, to actually. eat. And <laughs> being said, I was 200, but I didn't, I didn't feel high. You know, those, like, I didn't have the typical high symptoms. I felt okay floating at 200. So like that was some consolation. And then long story short, I went to bed, like kind of force fed myself like a bag of pretzels before bed to like did not eat anything. And then the next morning I woke up at 84 and it was like, this is good. Like, this is going to be good. This is going to be a good day. Like, wonderful. So wedding day, I was getting ready, feeling good. Blood sugar was fine. I had a little bit more of an appetite. I was like ready to get the show on the road. 
And there my blood sugar starts like creeping again. And again, it's like around 200 and it's not budging. And I think at some point, like everything, obviously everything wedding related is going through my mind, but also diabetes related. Like what's wrong? Is my like pump site in a bad spot? Like I keep correcting. This happened yesterday. I was correcting, but my blood sugar isn't moving. Like maybe it's not absorbing well where my site is. Maybe yeah. my insulin is up. Exactly. And like I remembered I like flew home to Atlanta and I put my we have like um like a spare <laughs> refrigerator at our house. Just like yeah. that's you know, everyone has that like extra refrigerator. Um so we had a spare refrigerator, so that's where I happened to put my insulin because it was just like the easiest, most easily accessible for me. And that refrigerator was like very cold. It was I remember because it's not used very often, so I think it was just set as too cold. So I when I took my insulin out, I'm like, why is my insulin like not it wasn't literally well, freezing, it, it but it was like frosted thing. It was frosty, yeah, like you and can I was on the outside. Yeah, yeah, and it was very cold. So then I was thinking, like, okay, that's like colder than it should be, but whatever. I get to the hotel, I put my insulin in the hotel fridge, also very cold, and again, never like froze, but it was just very colder than my refrigerator at home. So then, sorry, fast forward again to wedding day. I'm thinking, okay, is my is my insulin pump site in a bad spot is my insulin like ruined because it's been too cold and while I'm having all of these thought processes and like also like literally getting my makeup and hair done while I'm thinking about these things Emily must have texted me I don't I can't remember if I texted you or you texted me I was um I'm a high maintenance friend I was like Miriam are you good like I'm here yes I think so creepy with my new (laughs) microphone can we just discuss it sounds like I'm like kind of whispering into everyone's ear I apologize all but I I slid into her text and I was like happy wedding day (laughs) um so excited for tonight let me know if you need anything and And she get this text back (laughs) I was like thank you that's so nice actually can I use your insulin so like immediately Emily texted me and it was like this eureka moment like oh my god that's right I have a diabetic at this wedding like, let me borrow um, her note, insulin. Miriam's dad is a doctor and her <laughs> fiance now husband is a doctor. And I think yes. like that wedding was like half doctors. Yes, there were a lot of doctors. There. Doctors just don't. I mean, like there's first of all, OK, a little background. Miriam's wedding was on New Year's Eve. So you're, you've got the clock kind of you stressing against the clock because it's literally, <laughs> literally. New Year's Eve. Second of all, a lot of places aren't open. Because it's about to be like that's true. Pharmacies close early on New Year's Eve. Like I don't Mm -hmm. know. I'm kind of making this up, but that's things that I would have been thinking. And um, yeah. So uh, so yeah. Continue. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. No, but that's a good point. Like in hindsight, yes, I could have had like one of the like bajillion doctors there send in a prescription for me. But for some reason, like it was like Emily is texting me. I'm gonna see if I can use her insulin. So Emily, she she was like, so how's your blood sugar? And I was like, what? Why? You didn't like say it like that. You were like, so is your insulin working? I yeah, like, I said, I probably phrased <laughs> I it very like, weirdly. But basically, I, ex- I explained to my concerns and Emily was like high alert as the friend she is. Be like, okay, let's figure this out. Let's do this. Let's do-. Like, So we finagled away for me to like, borrow a vial of insulin. And I told her, I was like, I only need like 50 units. I won't exhaust your insulin supply. We can like so prescribe my, a new one if had- you needed. Like, and it's, I mean, like, it, it's fine. I had an, ins- I had just changed my insulin pump that night mm-hmm. before, ironically. So I had a full cartridge. The problem with Omnipods, it, which I love Omnipod, but sometimes the pods fall off. So I'm always very, like, nervous. You want backup giving just out. in case, yeah. Yeah, so I brought 
one backup vial because I was only in mm-hmm. Atlanta for two days. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is probably excessive. I should have just opened a new vial and like, like there are all these things I could have done, but I brought one backup vial. But the backup vial I had brought was one that I, it's my travel vial, which is like so stupid to have because I'm pretty sure it's bad. So, oh, because it just like, like, it just like stays in your travel bag? Like I put it in the fridge when I get back and when I get to places, but I've been traveling with that travel vial for like six months. So this is my, reminding like, me that we need like an entire episode on like, how do you know if your insulin is bad? Because it's we do so need a whole vague. episode on that. And so like, aside like, from Christy finding like a little fleck in one of her insulin vials, like it's yeah. hard to tell. And it can there's so many different compounding factors. And the last thing anyone ever wants to do is throw out a vial of insulin because oh that shit God, is liquid, liquid gold. gold, liquid gold. So, yes. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Miriam's lovely older sister, I go meet yes. her in the lobby of the hotel and we do a drug trade in the middle of um, Atlanta. <laughs> so, I mean, we're just probably a, a statistic at that point. But Atlanta's yes. a lovely city. I love it. JK. This but, was like a mission. Yeah. So my was, sister like goes, yeah. gets the insulin from Emily. So I was at the mall across the street, of course, shopping with my sister. So which is literally across the street. So I run over and I meet her sister and I like slide her the stuff. And I was like, OK, but like make sure she only uses like, you know, like like however much she needs. And then I need that vial back right away because if my pump falls <laughs> off, then I'm, I'm screwed. Like I don't have, my backup is not going to work. Like I like, and your sister is like, okay, like I'll just give it to Miriam and she'll text you like, don't worry, we won't need it for more than like three hours. And I was like, dude, like that's totally fine. I was just hoping I could get it back before the wedding because I know like things were about to get crazy. <laughs> um, and yeah, so it was probably like 1 p.m. and midnight, or your wedding started at what, like Seven, I want to say. E, all the festivities and stuff started at six. Okay, yeah. Like the um, in and everything started. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's exactly how it happened. Like, my sister ran down. I immediately, when she brought it back up to the room, I immediately, like, changed my reservoir, just filled up a new reservoir for my pump, like, while... I think my the hairdresser was like still yeah. doing my hair while this and was I happening. I ran back to the mall to meet up with my sister because I was like, oh, they're going to be like an hour or so. Like, what yeah. else? And then I texted <laughs> Emily like, we're done. If you need your insulin back. And you're like, what? What? I, I don't remember like, what happened after that sale. though. <laughs> I hate myself. For so then I think that. my sister was going to go and bring it back to you. But I can't remember. She Honestly, did. that's when I like it was out so, of my hand. So like wasn't my problem anymore. Yeah. I mean, we were <laughs> I just can't like remember. glad to have that have that taken taken uh taken off our plates but like I or your plate I should say but I um yeah so like literally 20 minutes later I run back over and your sister's like you got to get it now we're, we're like in the middle we're almost done with makeup we're gonna take pictures and I was like yes ma'am so like I run over and your sister's a freaking angel she's so cute and we're like talking she and she's like Miriam's just like we're trying to figure out what's causing this and like all this stuff and I was like okay like here's the checklist she's smart she knows about it but like if any of yeah. like, have her test for ketones all this stuff because mm-hmm. like which I didn't know you were only at like 200 but I guess you can get ketones really at any time so it's good to check but um yeah. I was like also I looked her da- I looked your sister in the eye and I go your dad and Steven are doctors like she's gonna be fine <laughs> Because she was like, yes, yes, this is true. This is true. We were all like, okay. It's so true. I grab the insulin and I run I, back. Yeah. And I'm literally just, I and buy some pants at J. Crew. Um, they're great. I love them. I wear them all the time. And then uh, Miriam got married and her, your blood sugar went back down. Yeah. Yeah. So then I don't know if it was like 
And honestly, who knows what it was? I don't know if it was Emily's like magical insulin or if it was my just the knowledge that like I didn't have to worry about the insulin factor. So I was a little bit less stressed. Like I think that helped my blood sugar come down. But either way, I I should actually I'm curious. I should like look at my Dexcom data from that day because then once the wedding got started, it was I was not thinking about it. I was not stressed about it. Like I knew I wasn't high as long as I wasn't low. I was content where I was. Um, and we danced a so lot. So things were okay. That's like we danced a lot. So then fast forward, like oh, and then I guess with my dress, I had I won't really call it a pocket per se. It was more like a slit. Um, but I knew. I wanted to wear my pump and I actually had experimented. I had gotten like a free trial of the Omnipod to test out in case I wanted that for my wedding. Um, just trying to figure out like the best way to wear a pump on a wedding day. And the Omnipod is great. I don't think it was a good fit for me. I had like multiple skin or reactions every time I wore it. It just didn't, it wasn't good for me. Um, but that would have been easy dress wise because you can hide it anywhere. But what I did is I decided I wanted to wear my tandem pump that I'm comfortable with and felt confident with. Um, and I, I like when I'm like dancing and stuff to kind of like to clip it onto my spandex or like my Spanx because it stays like really secure against your body. Um, so when you're dancing and jumping, it's not going to like fall off or like hop off. Right. Um, and everyone wears special so undies that was, for their wedding. Like, it's like a thing. Gotta wear And it's not usually, like, super undies. sexy underwear. It's like, you know, you gotta be packed in. <laughs> Nothing's going anywhere. <laughs> the Spanx. So I knew I was gonna, like, want to clip it onto my Spanx because that's how it would feel the most secure. So I was like, how can I have it clipped on but also still access it? So what my seamstress for my dress did is she just, like, almost created I explained it to her like a pocket but then we realized that was like confusing because it's not actually a pocket she just cut a slit on the side where a pocket would be so it appeared to be a pocket from the outside but really it was like a tunnel to the inside of my dress (laughs) so there was just like a giant hole in my dress where I could like literally I'm like motioning to Emily but obviously (laughs) none of you can see this but obviously I'm just like putting like my arm through the dress, reaching my pump, pulling the pump out so I can look at it. Um, and so there was a hole in my dress and it would close with like a very thin Velcro. Oh, cool. um, so that was my, I'll call it the pump pocket, even though it's not totally a pocket, okay. but it was very successful. The seamstress did a wonderful job. And honestly, I was like so proud of it that the idea of this was to be as um, I can never remember if I'm trying to say conspicuous or inconspicuous. inconspicuous. It was, it was I, supposed inconspicuous. It was supposed to be like not noticeable, but I was so proud of it that it showed everyone. I was like, look at my pump pocket. Look how awesome this is. I was so proud of it. Um, it was impressive. And in terms of like wedding day, like management, I had this little bag that says all my diabetes shit. Yes. And it was just that I had like spare pump site just in case I had my glucose meter I had um juice I had a syringe and an insulin vial again just like crazy backup plans I didn't want to deal with it I had everything um anything I think my glucagon like everything remotely diabetes related I had in that bag and then my wedding coordinator um she when we kind of went through the day's schedule I told her where I would want that bag and at what time so like she was kind of holding on to it or my sister was holding on to it while we were taking pictures and then when things started getting started my coordinator held on to it and like during the ceremony she had it and she made sure to like put the bag on the sweetheart table 
you know, during the cocktail hour. So that bag, everyone knew where the bag was at all times, and I did not have to carry it, which felt great. Um, And I think I love my coordinator. She asked me if I needed juice like 800 times throughout the night. Anyone who doesn't have a pancreas. Wait, okay, that came out so wrong. Anyone who who doesn't have a working pancreas knows how sweet, kind, and frustrating it can be to be asked if you need juice. Like, (laughs) I I know that sounds bad. Like, I'm not trying to complain. Like, I much rather have someone be concerned for my well-being than not give a flying mm-hmm. fuck sorry we're explicit for a reason um, yeah no absolutely like I did I really appreciated it um and actually it didn't really phase me until Steven was like is she bugging you she's asking <laughs> you like every time you say something and you just I was like honestly no like it was just so sweet it was one of those days I didn't have to think about it and that was pretty I literally awesome. remember um, turning to you on the dance floor and I was like are you low I'm going low and you were like I need a juice box <laughs> and someone like threw you a juice box and I just like kept dancing <laughs> it was just great while you're singing um, with my sister so that was really it was like very nice to have her there um and so things were fine. Once the wedding got started, like, yeah, at some point we were dancing. I got low. I had a juice box on the dance floor. Juice like, box it was just, it was wonderful. Um, and then, I, you know, I guess that's my wedding day spiel. I'm trying to think if there's anything else like diabetes related on that day. But I honestly. Any hot take takeaways? My hot takes are to be cognizant of all of the confounding factors that can kind of affect your blood sugar on that day so like I in my like wedding day stress was like convincing myself it's the insulin the insulin is too cold my insulin isn't working when in reality like maybe it was the insulin but it also just could have been my stress levels and I think like looking back I wish I could tell myself like relax like stop being so freaking <laughs> easier said than done oh my god so much easier said than done but hindsight's that month leading into it I was just like so stressed out like granted my I don't know my blood sugars were not like the best they've ever been nothing like dramatic happened I, you know I just don't think I was looking at my Dexcom as regularly so if my blood sugar was going as high high I wasn't correcting as quickly as I would in real life um so those, which is fine which for is a few months out of your way. But like on the day of, I will be honest, my biggest fear on the day of is that my blood sugar would get, that I wouldn't pay attention, I'd eat too much, my blood sugar would get high and I'd feel like shit. Like when it's one of those really bad highs yeah. where you just feel like molasses. That's like, I always use that yes. metaphor. It just feels like your b- blood is like molasses or something. Like everything is moving slowly. Everything is slowed down and like cotton mouth cotton ball yeah, mouth and, and your head hurts and it's like just marbles like, in your head yeah. yeah so that was my biggest fear I was like I don't want to feel like shit on my wedding day and I can tell you now I do not even re- I obviously it went low at some point but I don't really remember my blood sugars the rest of the night but I do remember I did not feel sick and I don't know if it's because I was so distracted and like not focusing or maybe my blood sugar was fine like who knows I need to yes yeah. You know what I'm going to do is I'm going to look back at my Dexcom data for that day and I'll like, we'll post that on Instagram being like, this is my, my T1, my wedding day Dexcom graph. I honestly have no idea what it was. Um, well, we shouldn't compare ourselves to others. There's, there's like so many, actually, we talked about this in past episodes. Oh. Um, Especially because your blood sugars are literally what's happening inside of your blood and you're sharing that with everybody. Like that's literally that actually is a weird way to think about right it. Now. It is 
and super vulnerable. But I think it's important that we all do that because like we all have shitty days. We all have great days that we should absolutely like celebrate and brag and applaud. But like we also have shitty days. Well, yeah, you looked amazing. You are amazing. You had a great time. Your whole family is amazing. Steven's family is amazing, too. And now you're a brand new Schulberg. So thank you. I'm a brand new Schulberg and I'm so glad you were there to literally give me insulin but also just to be like a pal oh my god Miriam wait Miriam texted me and she goes this is why I invited you I was like thanks a lot Miriam I'm more than just a broken pancreas okay no like, but come it, was, on. it was like so nice to have <laughs> no, that no I know I know what you meant it was sweet it was I think it was intended to be sweet it was just oh. it was really wonderful to have a pal there and someone to understand that and like not that it was, like, a diabetes-centric wedding, but, like, it got mentioned in most of the speeches because the reality is, like, it is... No, I know. As much as I can say it's not <laughs> who I am, but it is a significant part of our identities. I think diabetes for all of us has has really, like, sculpted the way we deal with responsibility, the way we deal with stress, the way we just live our lives and become independent people. So to say it's, like, not part of my identity would be a lie like it is it's very much a part of my identity so it did come up a lot and it was special for Emily to be there and to to kind of be like yeah me too I don't know it's just I needed like another pancreas there and I felt hashtag blessed to get to be there Mm -hmm. it was really funny because people keep asking how do you know each other because (laughs) Miriam's my older sister's age she's effervescent we're all very young but I couldn't have been in the same classes as her growing up. I just turned 25. So, like, I wouldn't have gone to college at the same time as her or high school. We're right at the age difference where we wouldn't really have ever overlapped. And um, I was always like, oh, just diabetes. We know each other because of diabetes. Oh, diabetes or this or that. And they would be like, oh, my God, we listened to your episode. We listened to Miriam's episodes. And we'd be like, oh, my God, you're the pancreas pal. Yeah, that was. Oh, hell yeah. That was very exciting. There's actually one girl at the wedding who we're speaking to at the end. It's like one of Steven's good friends girlfriend and she said to me she's like oh I listened to an episode I'm like you did it was just like it made me feel great it's like super special so we have supporters everywhere and even on these like yes biggest days I think like looking back if you asked me like five years ago it's like do I want diabetes to like come up at my wedding I would have been like hell no like I'm so much more (laughs) than that but the reality is it was really special to have it kind of just be out there and open and because that is a part of my life and it's like why am I trying to like hide it from my guests you know it it felt special just kind of be like out in the open yes and you've had it for 23 years 20 yeah actually like next week my diversary is coming up so March 4th it's already been a year since last time I asked you this question oh my because I remember having this conversation with you sorry continue (laughs) March 4th. March 4th is my uh, 23rd anniversary. So, so after 23 yeah. years, you've had diabetes for almost as long as I've been alive, almost as long as you've been alive. And Ugh, that is weird. That, yeah, it's like crazy. It's kind of, it's gross, but it sucks. But yeah, um, kind of, but it's an ac- I wouldn't necessarily say it's sad because it's, what'd you say? It's like, it is what it is. I don't, I don't, it's your yeah. life. It's your It's reality. an accomplishment. Yeah. It, you are beauty and grace. You're Miss United States with a broken pancreas and um, living our best lives with a little bit of a challenge, if you will. But, exactly. Um, if anyone had a wedding and 
didn't acknowledge something that had been around from almost 23 years in their lives like I mean whether you want to talk about it or not it's people know you have it and yeah you've lived with it the person you're marrying knows about it hopefully it's not like an elephant in the room it's not just part of our lives and you were so involved are so involved with JDRF and you've grown up doing all these things you went to diabetes camp your dad's a doctor who was at diabetes camp all these things make up the beautiful Miriam that we're all listening to now so it doesn't make sense I mean it does make sense that you'd want it as a part and even if you thought you didn't it would just end up being a part of it because yeah I mean we dedicate our Sundays to Pancreas Pal so <laughs> there's people that don't like to talk about it and then there's me so <laughs> and you um, it's true I'm just overcompensating everything's fine <laughs> yeah so Miriam had a lovely wedding and now we're gearing up for season five yes. and we're so stoked literally so excited we have amazing guests scheduled we have so many fun exciting things happening yeah. we're still doing great things with some date with great partnerships can't talk anymore <laughs> miriam and i actually got asked to speak at sarah lawrence so if we have any pals they're the college diabetes network club whatever you, club i guess it's a club yeah i actually think it's the whole disability center yeah. maybe i don't really know I, I need more details on it and i'll share that with you guys but we're super excited and it's definitely <laughs> something that we want to do more of in the future and interact with you guys and do some meetups uh although miriam and i are in the new york city area we would probably have to be on those uh in the in the city area on the weekdays but it's definitely something we want to do and we want to reach out to you pal so if you have any ideas slide into our dms slide into our email which is pancreaspals123 at gmail.com and i'm just so excited me too excited exciting times ahead um be sure to follow all of our shenanigans at pancreas underscore pals on instagram and on facebook at pancreas pals pp and actually i should note that this may is my fifth anniversary. so wow time flies i can't even believe it that's also crazy it's already five years almost i know i want to throw up but hey we're making it one day at a time (laughs) it is what it is is one diversity at a time folks we're making we're thriving anywho we have ideas about topics for future episodes but we'd love to hear what you guys if there's anything specific that you want to hear or talk about or specific guests you want us to to try and get we love the input um shoot us an email at pancreaspals123 at gmail.com as well and uh yeah everything's great so excited happy sunday thanks fam thanks miriam of course i guess now i don't have to thank you every time because like you're forever in the co-hosting chair which i am stoked about that's true i'm just like here that's true so anyways till next time we'll have to come up with a cute sign off but for now we'll just say bye um Great things ahead, guys. Have an amazing week and be sure to check back next week for another new episode. Much love, good shugs, and have a great week, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.